0: In a world where best laid plans go astray, there are two separate but equally important groups those who create history with their stupidity and the shit show podcast that covers them. These are their stories. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to Shit Show. Fuck that off. Sound that sound you're Fuck hearing off. is the sound of Rig City consuming fistfuls. Of our favourite product, the only sponsor of the show to this point, Ajita's veggie, veggie Deli crisps. crisps. Yes, welcome to this episode of Shit Show. It is uh, your weekly fix of uh, when man's best laid intentions go horribly wrong, come off the rails. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that right there was one of bands uh, man's best laid intentions. Oh, one of bands? One, no, of bands, one of bands.
0: You're setting me up to fail and you tripped up yourself. Uh,
1: <sighs> yes. Boom. But we are in, and uh, Rick has a segment this week. I do. We're going to start off with Trainwreck Trophy, which is he puts Trainwreck into Google, he trolls the news, and he comes up with
0: gold. What do you got? It's absolutely right, Gustopher, Gus Plus, as you prefer to be called. The first Trainwreck, tro- trainwreck Trophy comes from our, our Sweetland, land, um, and it's got something to do with someone trying to stay in our Sweetland permanently. Mm-hmm. Louise Kennedy. Uh, Louise Kennedy is an Irish woman. Uh, she's an equine vet, so obviously deals with, with, horses, with horses a lot. Not in, yeah. not in the Catherine the Great way, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the second reference that Catherine the Great's got in this podcast. Absolutely. I reckon that's probably the I cap. Think, I think people. Probably the cap. I don't think so. I think I'm saying it enough so that people are like, what's the deal with Catherine the Great and horses? And then they're going to go Google and they're it at look work. it up. Yeah, it's gonna, Google it at work. <laughs> it's not safe for work, people. <laughs> right under how to have an affair in <laughs> go- in Google history, Catherine the Great plus horses. Yeah. Um, Louise Kennedy. She's a native English speaker from, from Ireland. Uh, she she is an equine vet. She's she's married to, to a lovely Australian bloke, uh, and she just wants to stay in the country. She wants to achieve permanent residency like a a lot of people do. She's a very highly skilled migrant. Key word there being migrant. So they're going to make her do a test, right? So she's got to do a test like the rest of us. I get it. Everyone's subjected to the same thing, right? Now, when you have to come into the country, obviously you and I don't really know that this is the sort of test that you would need to do, but no, you have... we just
1: fill out the it's, inboard it's, passenger form and yeah,
0: it's it's basically a... it's basically a, a large-scale comprehension test that you would do in high school. Yep. Um, reading, writing, speaking. Okay, pretty much. It's called the PTE test. So anyway, Louise goes in. Uh, she's acing everything. Why not? Because she knows English yeah. uh, really, really well. It's her first language. Uh, until she gets to the speaking part. And instead of getting a seventy nine, which is considered uh the, the pass mark, she receives a seventy four and she's out of 100? Just like, Um I I think so. No, it's out of ninety actually. So it's out of ninety I don't, Shit, that's I don't a know really why
1: high pass score.
0: I don't know why ninety is the is the top is the top. I have no idea. Norway 79 would be the pass mark. But apparently, apparently it goes from 10 to 90. It doesn't even have a zero. It's just like 10 to 90. Uh, and she received a 74 instead of a 79, which, okay. is, which is the pass mark uh, that you would expect for someone who is trying to attain permanent residency. So... She screws up uh and she complains to Pearson, uh, which is the large corporation that administers this PTE test. I assume that was the superintendent of Australia. Yeah, and, and she's she's gone, there's something seriously uh fucked with your with your PTE test, and they're like, nah. Nah, no, no, it's, it's it's fine. So she's like in a room, I assume by herself, like she's at the bloody RTA or something, RMS, whatever. Mm. And she's just going, "Oh, cr- great! I'm going to blitz this test. Uh, read the following. Read the following thing. Okay, it's going to be easy. The cat is under the table. I'm sorry, I did not get that. Please repeat. Jesus Christ! The cat is under the table. Oh, sweet Jesus. The cart is under the fucking table. <laughs> and then they'd just be like, Mah. he was like, Jesus. <laughs> it's just like you, you, how could you deal with that? Having that sort of accent. It's not calibrated for that sort of thing. <laughs> and so you've got this really thick English. You you're still speak English. You are in English every single day of your life. And then you've gone to these people and they're just like, no, the machinery is exquisite and there are absolutely no problems with it. I don't, I don't want to cast aspersions on the test, uh, but
1: the, the reality is when you spend as little as I'm pretty sure the Australian government does uh, on this sort of stuff and you're using the Siri technology uh, to try and detect people's speech patterns, you can't expect anything better than that
0: which is ridiculous because she's probably trying to say cat under the table and it's giving her the directions to the nearest bunnings exactly so, i mean it's that that's our first train wreck uh for the week oh. is uh is this poor woman who's had now has to jump through hoops by the way uh she is, is she still here yeah yeah she's uh she's still here she's She's twelve weeks away uh, from having a baby. Oh man! So it's probably the last thing
1: we, that's we got to do. Way better than that as
0: a country. That's, absolutely. It was. Yeah. It's 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 pretty ridiculous. So did,
1: did they? They surely got like the uh, the download of the Irish version of um, of Siri, and uh, and she and she got a ninety out of ninety. Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh no, she's totally fluent. If she it, is very literate. All, totally literate.
0: All all she needed was was the right thing. I'm sure that that Google Maps speaks in an Irish accent when you're over there. So, of course it does. Yeah. Uh, so she's our. That's the first train wreck trophy. I mean, she's not, but the whole situation is. Yeah. Basically, uh, Australia is. That's a that's that's a pretty homegrown one. That's that's true. Uh, so the the next one uh will head over to the US. So I was wondering how long this would take. I'm surprised that it's the second one. I know. I know. It's been. A mammoth week. It's it's been four to five minutes. Uh, so, yeah. what's happened is uh, World War Three. Go I, on. I, 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 th- I think we can all agree that passport photos are just the worst pictures that can ever be taken of any human.
1: Yeah, of course. That's a, that's there's why. Not, there, that's why the only people that actually administer them are, are train station chemists.
0: They, they they literally people who go who go in there. Uh, and who work in those places literally have passport faces all the time. Cause. No smiling, thank you. No smiling. <laughs> no looks of amusement at all. <laughs> just sit there straight-faced and get on with it. Yeah, they're Lego so, men. Yeah, so I think we can all agree that passport photos are just shithouse. Yep. Um, no one has a good one, but it's kind of on, on degrees of how bad your, your passport photo is going to get. This girl's name is is chelsea ramos uh, she's twenty seven she's from Texas okay and she goes and sends off her her passport photo to get her passport passport made and then she she gets it back and her boyfriend's in the other room, and all he can hear is "No they didn't, no they fucking didn't." What's happened is when they've gone to make the actual passport, as you know, there's like protective layers, like a film kind of behind and in front of, of passports. Yeah, it's got sure. a chip it's in the, the middle. It's the, the still, security measures. and Yeah, the, but they still need the to laminate. kind of press that on uh, and what have you. And so when they've pressed down on the film, They've distorted the photo, and now she essentially looks like... Her face has been elongated, and she looks like one of the Coneheads. <laughs> I'm going to uh, show you a photo. Okay. Uh, this, this is what Chelsea looks like, and we'll put this up on the Facebook group. Okay, so she she, like. she's a beautiful young woman. Yep, and uh, <laughs> this is what Chelsea looks like now. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> and her forehead is very much now a five or six head. It's just insane. Uh, she, she looks like a topographic map of her own face. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Uh, it looks like a camel's hump. It's, she is, uh, it's not how a woman's supposed to look. She's hating life. Uh, the good news is she's getting, getting it fixed. The bad news is that her boyfriend thought it was so funny that he chucked it up on Reddit uh, <laughs> and it went absolutely gangbusters. <laughs> and uh, she is just hating life. But she's, she's getting it all sorted, so at least there's, uh, there's some kind of light at the end of this train wreck tunnel. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, okay, so that's, that's the second one. That's the second one for this week. The third one... There's there's a lot of wars that have happened. uh, I feel like over over (laughs) over products. I mean, like I don't mean there have been many wars. Yeah, I know that. I know wars are happening all the time. Thank you, religion and all that shit. Right. So wars have been happening over products for a while. In the '80s, you would probably you would have heard of cola wars between Pepsi and Coke and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, still ongoing lest we forget, Kendall Jenner, <laughs> yeah, RIP. about to say. Uh, there's, there's, one, there's one person who's the real fatality <laughs> from that particular battle. Absolutely. And so what has happened uh, in, in the Australian versions of, of the two big pizza companies, Pizza Hut and Domino's, uh, is there's been a, a promo war, essentially. So okay. a, couple, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Domino's told people uh, in, in a pretty, pretty shit way, look, uh, we're going to phase out margaritas. So margaritas are uh, obviously. That's, that, that's I mean, world, world, vegetarians because they really have fuck all options world, when you look at pizzas worldwide. I mean, the margarita has to be right up. It was the original pizza. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you got to like you look at Naples. You go to Naples. You want a pizza? It is. I it remember. Is right go, I remember it. going to, to Naples. We live, and we went to this one place. It was meant to be like the best. place. All they made. Yeah, was, was, marina- was marinara? Was yep. marinara, which is just the sauce. Yep. Or margarita. That yep. was it. You couldn't get anything else. There's no toppings, there's nothing. The the original thing is that it's like max... Three toppings, yeah, yeah. In terms that's of it, making it, pizza, it's like it. three or four toppings, and that's it. Margarita obviously was was named after the the princess at the time, Princess Margarita, and it's it's meant to represent the colors of the Italian flag.
1: I, I assumed it was named after uh, the fact that you need uh,
0: to some drinking, dude was some dude was blitzed a, on tequila a load of Mexican cocktails <laughs> while you're having it. Some dude was blitzed on uh, on, tequila on tequila and really needed something the morning after. Totally. So what has happened? is uh, Domino's has gone out and they've just said, look, we're not making margaritas anymore. It's being deleted. Tough shit. Everyone's just like, holy shit, don't, don't get rid of margaritas. Pizza Hut's response was like, hey, guys. We're doing two for one. Pizza Hut over here. We're going to give away 10,000 free margarita pizzas. <laughs> That's just, come, come at us. There's no reason for them to do that apart but, from but, to be absolute cockheads. But it, it works and it works and people are like, wow, Pizza Hut is the shit. That's yeah. awesome. Domino's it's look it's looking at Pizza Hut being like, homie, don't play that shit. And it's like, <laughs> how, how 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 do we put one up on these guys? So they literally put one up on these guys and gave away ten thousand and one free pizzas. The people are the winners. Yeah. People are the winners. They're thinkers over there in the marketing department at Domino's. Oh there's there's nothing that
1: screams. We don't actually care about anything anymore. Like matching a competitor's insane offer, and and then one upping it. It's like because Domino's had a thing a while back where they did a full company wide uh, shakedown because pe- oh, yeah. because people it's were, full, it's
0: a hundred percent corrupt. But, but people people
1: were going uh, we're going oh look I I'm I'm not really a fan of fan of Domino's. And their resolution with the report was, mm, it appears the problem isn't with our marketing or our advertising. The problem lies with our core product. It's like your core product is making a pizza. <laughs> so what you're saying is you make shitty pizzas. Yeah. It's, and, and, and they spent $2 bucks finding that out. It's like you could have asked anyone
0: ever, I anywhere. Mean, but what do we know about uh, surveys that cost everyone a shit ton of money for no reason? Let's leave that for another one. So, uh, they've done this 10,001 roll. Free, free Everyone pe- in roll. Everyone in, roll. Everyone in, in roll. Uh, Domino's is giving away 10,001 free pizzas this past week. Yep. Which would be fine if not for the fact that they promised delivery as well. So, when Pizza Hut did it, when Pizza Hut did it, they were like, "Come get 100%, it. 10,000 Go free pizzas. Yep. But understand it's 10,000 free fucking pizzas.
1: Come, we're and, not pick doing anything sh- come and pick
0: that shit up yourself. Yep. Right? Domino's didn't do that. They were like, hey. They even rubbed it in Pizza Hut's face, and they were like, "Hey, you know what? We'll do one free pizzas, and we'll give you one better. How about because we love you, and we don't want you to move a muscle? And Big D's got this. We're going to deliver your pizzas to you as well."
1: Worst idea.
0: Drops Mike can't do it. As soon as it goes live, four p.m. It's like that's like a one hundred fifty thousand dollar loss. It's insane. So for nothing, they. At four PM uh, midweek, it goes it goes up. Immediately there are problems. The site has crashed. Yeah. The app has crashed. <laughs> Everything is going to shit. And then there's just, turns out the there's just a fucking torrent of abuse <laughs> on their Facebook page. Some of it is so hectic. It's just like after twenty seven minutes of refreshing, I get various combinations of this page is not published or there has been an error. The closest I got was this item could not be rendered. Other people. Okay for Domino's to say keep trying, but how many different error messages can you get? This is a total social media promotion failure. And, of course, Jody Bleas with we'll never buy from you again fully rigged. <laughs> so, but people are, people are really... That's an insult to you. Pe- people are really really go enough. There are people being like, I tried seven million three hundred and eighty six like people actually putting up these giant numbers being like, I couldn't even get a free pizza. You guys stink. Other ones just like, you've shown yourselves to be incompetent. I shall be enjoying the superior product from your competition. And you're just like, it's a free pizza. Okay. So here's, here's everybody like the thing is, just pull their fucking heads. Every in. other day of the week, Domino's pizza is five fucking dollars. Yeah are you kidding going overboard like this? It just, it's insane. You should have seen some of the things. And then finally, Voices of Reason came out of the woodwork and they'd be, they'd be saying shit like, mm, you guys do realise this is just pizza and not like, uh, you know, people dying in Afghanistan. Anyway, I'll tell you how my free pizza tastes. <laughs> just like rubbing <laughs> salt in the wound. But I mean, they've got a point to some degree. It's just like, if it's $5 every other part of the time, why? Why is it such a huge issue for you not to get your free piece of cardboard smothered in sauce and, uh, and what I assume is pig meat? Because, Rig, a promise is a promise.
1: And you break that at your peril. Because guess who is a journalist? Everybody now, <laughs> every single person is a Pulitzer-winning journo. When it, the, you know what f- the wrath of the public yeah. over the the lack of delivery of free stuff or extras mm.
0: is immense? It's, it's crazy, so far above and beyond what you'd expect. I just it's it's stuff like it's stuff like this that like yeah, Domino's fucked up, right? But it really makes me the part of this really made me hate people. I was just like, really? You're complaining about, oh, you've ruined my night. Uh, we we ref- There were some people like, we refreshed for three hours. Three hours? You could have Go driven 10 one. minutes and bought a fucking $5 pizza. What is wrong
1: with you? Well, because then, Rig, it's not about that. It's about the principle. Domino's promised me one not enjoyable, cold, shitty pizza delivered to my
0: face. How much of a a a I-wash-myself-with-a-rag-on-a-stick type person do you need to be for you to be immobile enough to not go down to the local Domino's and pick up a $5. Anyway, whatever. The rant's over. So what we've got is we've got the Irish vet who has totally fucked over the PTE test with her amazing English but just really wacky Irish accent, according so, to the computer so, program. So the
1: first one's technically the Australian Immigration Department.
0: Yep. Uh, the second one is the U.S. Passport Office <laughs> for <laughs> for turning Chelsea Ramos into a conehead, and we've got Domino's with their just stupid attempt at one-upmanship against Pizza Hut.
1: Mate, Domino's, uh, we will deal with this at some point. We will deal with Domino's because they have a history of uh, of going through and making ludicrous uh, promises and uh, and not being able to fulfil them, but tonight is not the night that they're getting called out. No, nope. the person getting called out tonight is homegrown. It is the Australian Delish. Immigration Department because you know what? If you can't figure out how to understand Irish. Which is not an actual language; it's just an inflection
0: an of English. <laughs> then shame, 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 shame on us! Shame, shame, shame! And uh, how is the eastern suburbs going to compete with that?
1: Well, it's a, it's difficult because uh, because if you're a if, if you're a, a Vaucluse resident, then the thing that you really need is more. Equine doctors or uh, horse vets, as we call them in the burbs.
0: You don't want a shortage, especially if you're living in Vaucluse. You don't want a shortage of equine vets.
1: No, no. There's only one way to get to the sheaf, and that's by horse. (laughs) Train wreck. Train wreck. Train wreck. Trophy. Trophy. Alrighty. So uh, that brings us to the end of uh, of Train Wreck Trophy, which brings us straight into my least favourite segment, but my favourite. Poos in the news, which is rig finding a an example of uh, public defecation or someone doing
0: something really weird with shit. Absolutely, and we've got a doozy <sighs> this week. I think it's the first time. It's from across the pond, our neighbours to the east. Yep, Enzid is where we're heading to. That, they'll be they'll be failing the immigration test. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. I'm sorry. I did not get that. Chups. Sucks. Chups. <laughs> um, All right. So today is uh, is is over in New Zealand. We're, we're talking about a guy named uh, Grant Tucker. Grant okay. Tucker is a real estate agent. Actually, probably more accurate to say that he was a real estate agent. Okay. You see, he was in the news this week because he was trying to get his license back. Sure. Because his license was revoked. Why? Why and how is your licence revoked as a real estate agent? I'll tell you how, Gus. Over a number of of incidents, uh, Grant Tucker had gained some sort of retribution uh, on a previous employer by doing the following things. (laughs) So, he... Decides to do completely normal things uh, like send a courier-type package that included fecal matter mixed with broken glass. Oh, what kind Uh, of hooligan tool is that? (laughs) So he sent this to his previous boss, and the boss is just like, I started opening the package, and when the smell hit me, I was like, Oh shit! So he goes to the he goes to the police. The police have to open it with protective gloves. Uh, inside, this is quote inside what was what looked like and smelled like human feces. I was gagging over the side of Auckland Central Police Station. Grant Tucker, the guy who it's alleged to have been sent by, uh, argued that the package was first sent to him and he was simply returning it.
1: What? Oh, <laughs>
0: there,
1: he, surely there is a postal trail here.
0: It's 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 really bizarre. Uh, and then apparently later on, the, a headless rat was uh, was sent to the the founders of the company that that he was uh, removed from uh, with the with the message that simply said "jilted lover." It sounds like some real Buffalo Bill type shit here. Yeah. Do you oh, think I fuck... <laughs> would you fuck me? <laughs> i <don't laughs> fuck me. <laughs> uh, it's like this dude... I, I,
1: I watched Red Dragon recently, <laughs> and this screams guy who's about to eat a
0: painting and fucking kill someone. <laughs> uh, so not uh, not only did he send feces, but apparently he sent soiled sanitary pads and used condoms through the post. I just... Uh, the like, you know no, Italian no, no. couple needs to raise their game because <laughs> oh.
1: Grant Tucker is showing them how it's done. I, I reckon you've read this read this all wrong, Rig. Uh, he's got two bins. One is things that need to be posted and the other is waste. And he's just confused them for a couple of weeks. And he's been sending his tampons, condoms and uh, shit with glass in it instead of uh, instead of getting rid of it. But But he also binned. All of the letters that he has to various sporting teams that are disappointed him.
0: <laughs> it's it, but like so apparently all this stuff like he denied this like the whole time, right? Yeah. But the tribunal found like okay, there's a shit th-
1: tribunal.
0: No, there's a tribunal. Got- no, there's a tribunal. All right,
1: for, you get three weeks. No, three weeks. Uh, I-,
0: I wish there was a shit tribunal. Uh, there's actually a real estate tribunal. So uh, okay, fair. They have a real estate tribunal. Uh, and then they it ended up going to the fucking high court of New Zealand, uh, and basically the judge was just like, "Yeah, look, uh, this was you. I don't care if you said that it wasn't you. It definitely was. Uh, the only because it, it's against two of his former employees. Right. There was only he one. Has, there was only one motive. person with the motive. <laughs> there was essentially he got nailed on motive alone, and he was just like, uh, "Fine." And then they're just like, did you do this? He's like, not guilty. Did you do this? Not guilty. Did you do this? Not guilty. But some of the stuff that he did accept guilt for, which is like, it's a literal, it's an exit ramp onto fucking insanity. He le- he accepted leaving a derogatory message on uh, on one of the guy's phones referring to his old boss as a cock-sucking faggot. Uh, sorry for the language there. Yep. Uh and then apparently saw one of them uh, eating in a local restaurant, accosted him and said, found your balls yet, you gutless piece of shit. So this dude is like, like "Look, he's unhinged. I, I think we're very quick to judge here. But it's he funny sounds, because like he, he sounds both
1: level and innocent. And well-adjusted.
0: Uh, Grant Tucker, uh, you are actually insane. And so this week he went to go, look, guys, I've totally turned over a new leaf. Uh, can I have my lights back? And they were like, hmm, absolutely fucking not. And that is Poohs in the News for this week. Oh, God. It's uh, Grant Tucker
1: coming to an occupation near you. Um, My my question with that is if you put glass, like let's just take all the other insanity parts out of it, if you put glass in with poo when you send it to someone, what are you thinking? Like, someone, are you hoping they're going to handle it? Oh,
0: it? it's a poo! Oh, perfect! Oh, I better tell you. Oh, honey, no. uh, do you know what? I, I think it's it might be that gift. It might yeah. be that gift from Daryl. It, it smells like Daryl. Let, let me just let me just grab. Oh, there's broken glass. Ah, Daryl, how could you be so? F- there's glass in this shit that you sent me. <laughs> I've cut myself. I've I on, onto my know, shit uh, gift.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't get any of uh, of where where he was
0: coming from or what he's about. But that I, is what Who's I don't the even Muse is. I don't even know how he did. did he did he shovel it in Rowan Atkinson in Love Actually yeah. style like like it's potpourri po the a bag? wee moment did he did he like salt bay the it the jiffiest did, of jiffies did he salt bay it in there did, of he, course just he, did. Like, did he just like gar- just lightly garnish it pepper it with his fingers <laughs> I got no idea. All right, the logistics.
1: That's we that, could go on for hours. I know. Well, that's uh, that's posing the news, uh, which brings us to One Star Reservoir. Cue music. You, yeah. I wanna take you to a one star. I wanna take you to a one star. I wanna take you to a one star. One star Reservoir. Wow.
0: All right. Perfect. One star Reservoir. Why don't you tell the lovely people what this is about?
1: Rick has trawled the internet, uh, and he has found out uh, that it is full of delightful examples of people leaving very, very scathing reviews about products, hotels, restaurants, and everything in between. Mm. So he's found three examples of that, and he is going to drop them on us, commencing
0: now. Drop, drop it on us. <laughs> <laughs> so good after coming from Poos in the News. Right. First one. The title is A Bad Joke With No Punchline. The Go first on. the first giveaway that this was a dilapidated dive was the broken glass door to reception. Mm. Everything to was that, covered in shit. Everything <laughs> everything from that point went downhill. The room stank of cigarettes as if this was the ashtray of Melbourne. Oh. The air conditioner was broken and farted out warm stale <laughs> air. <laughs> there was dead bugs everywhere, which would be good if they were running an insect museum, but instead it turns out they are emergency housing for the government. Oh what! The pool was murky and the vibe was as shady as a sack full of sombreros. <laughs> <laughs> there are better, there are better third world crack ends. My car was also broken into, <laughs> all up, costing me and my girlfriend in excess of eight hundred dollars. He didn't say dollars. No, I no, said I, I knew that was an artistic embellishment. The manager had an arrogant demeanor, as I'm sure he deals with stolen goods and break-ins there constantly. Yeah. Ie, he broke into the car. I loved how eloquent this guy was, and I loved his similes. I just had to feature him in. It's perfect. What's uh, a a sack full of sombreros? (laughs) As shady as a sack full of sombreros.
1: A Mexican has spurned somewhere. This
0: is classic Australian. This dude has just like, I mean, I bet he uses expressions like "toe is a Roman sandal." Like, (laughs) I just, I know that he's, I know that this is the kind of dude, the kind of operator that does this. Yeah. So that's the first one. Uh, the next one, I'm not going to read the title out. I'm just going to jump in. All right, go. During my time here, I was charged 100 euros for aircon. To have the staff nick the remote for the aircon, so we couldn't have it in the room. We were then accused of breaking items, including cars, which went on to result in a large bill, which we could not afford to pay for items we did not break. Furthermore, when I uh, f- furthermore, I then received conjunctivitis from the swimming pool. Oh, not winning.
1: Stiffer. Getting pink eye from a, from a hotel swimming pool is not good.
0: The highlight of our stay was trying to run away from the hotel owner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Known to us only as Toddge. <laughs> <laughs> He went on to try and nick our suitcases, which resulted in a large game of tug of war. Despite all six of us trying to win the tug, we failed. This resulted in Todd hitting two 20-year-old girls in the face, sending us on a little fly. We did not appreciate this, so tried to escape again. This resulted in us being attacked and grabbed again. The final bit of icing on the cake was Todd biting his own arm and saying he was going to show the police that we bit him even though we would never bite the smelly todge never ever 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 stay here and stay defo away from the todge i feel like todge is euphemism for something else here (laughs) this is this is way too strange to be
1: a review for a hotel
0: every time todge comes up it's in capitals like it's really bizarre
1: (laughs) yeah Fear, fear the todge. <laughs> um, the
0: todge is good. The, the todge, todge is great. Yeah, okay, that's the second one. That's the second one. What's the third one? Next one. Sure, when I'm by myself, I'll stay at a cheaper hotel, but there is no way in the world I would check in here with my family. Prostitutes, drug dealers, and in the week I stayed here because they would not refund my money, several times the police were called. <laughs> Even better on the last night's stay. <laughs> <laughs> A random stranger was standing at the door and asked if I had a problem. <laughs> he does now. <laughs> I said no, and he pulled out a knife and stabbed me. <laughs> fucking todge. Needless, Classic todge. Needless to say, I would not recommend this hotel. <laughs> oh, my God. I just love how, like, out together he's kept it. Is, By the way, I was fucking I was stabbed. stabbed. <laughs> would not recommend. I love who he started it off with. Sure, uh, like he's trying, to, he's trying to justify why he's staying there. Yeah. So good. I so, wouldn't <laughs> I, look. I wouldn't stay here with my family, but by myself, it's got prostitutes and cops and people stabbing people, and that's fine for me. But don't bring your kids here.
1: So I love a possibly mortal wound as much as the next man,
0: <laughs> but this just took it a little bit too far. Things I love on a hot summer afternoon: oh, a cold what? beer. <laughs> Lying by the pool, can, can you getting you, stabbed <laughs> by a stranger.
1: Can you imagine being in the hotel that these guys stayed at and reading that and going, yeah,
0: well, we probably got off pretty light here. That guy did get stabbed by Todd. <laughs> oh, Todd. Oh, man, we should have told you about Stabby Joe before you checked in. <laughs> hey, tell He'll you that. do that. You see, him, see Stabby Joe, like, as he's checking out, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, man, I just I can't, I just, oh, just I can't, I can't stop. I, can't, I just can't stop stabbing. <laughs> Uh, so that is uh, One Star Reservoir for another week, meaning that we go on to the media portion uh, of the night and uh, of this delicious meal that we call shit show. It is a Shitshow spotlight which uh, Gus has under his wing for this week. He's gone through and, and he's, he's trawled Encyclopedia Britannica in Carter ninety seven on CD ROM. Yeah.
1: All, all, all the things, the, that, all the things, the things that you could win on the TV show Amazing.
0: Burjo's catchphrase. <laughs> uh, and he's gone away and he's tried to to find a, a historical uh, shit show from the Annals of History. Gus, what have you got for you this week? Mate, got for us this week, got for you this week, got for all of us this week.
1: It's well, I mean, depends depends. Are you gonna listen to this? Because it might just be for me no? and the listeners. Uh, this is homegrown. This is this is so homegrown that uh i kind of i kind of love uh what this guy uh, was about because he was he was just having a go uh but I'll start from the very beginning okay Tim johnston okay so tim uh was uh was born sometime uh approximately fifty four years ago which <laughs> he i came into being which i assume makes him uh born in the sixties yep. In about 1994, uh, Tim decides he's in New Zealand uh, and he needs to make some uh, make some coin. He's uh, he's like late twenties, mm-hmm. uh, and so he decides to go door to door selling uh, a pill.
0: <laughs> if that isn't a fucking red flag, mate, I don't know what is. That I I told you we didn't is... want any Bibles. Wait, I've got a pill. I've got a pill. Okay.
1: Well, it's funny you should say that because he was a young Jehovah's Witness. Oh, stop. So young Joho Johnston is going door to door uh, selling people um, or offering to sell them this pill. And what it was, was a, uh, it's a fuel pill. So what? he said that it was able to lower fuel consumption, reduce emissions and clean and maintain your engine.
0: Uh, Sorry, this is for a car. This is for a car. Okay, uh, I'm just making sure yeah. because it was just like fuel bill. It sounds like one of those new age things. It was like no waste. And it's yeah. like that. I mean that, that that could be the newest thing out of Byron Bay. I don't know, dude. This you'll realise just how
1: close that uh, analogy is to the to the reality of this. Holy shit, you're kidding! Uh, it 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 is nuts. Okay, so he claimed uh, claimed to work by. The pill worked by burning more of the heavier elements of your fuel and increasing power and fuel economy. And that basically, in a vehicle's fuel tank, a single pill was able to treat up to 60 litres of petrol and massively increase uh, the performance of of your engine. So less emissions, a lot further on a single tank. Yep. Uh, Everyone has a car. And you just drop it in the end. You just drop it in. Okay. It's a it's it's a pill. So he was going door to door, and no one was buying this weird snake oil. Yeah. Until he comes over to Australia to the promised land, and he settles in Perth in two thousand and three. Now, Rig, what was happening in Perth in the early two thousands? Immigration, mining boom, my friend. Mining boom. Yes, got it on the second one. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes, Perth. By yeah. immigration, I meant, of course, mining mm, boom. A rose by any other name. So it's a crazy time in Perth. Mm. Uh, people with acres of land are listed on the stock exchange and becoming millionaires. Uh, More money than cents. It's it's nuts. Heaps and heaps and heaps of mining money, uh, a uh, a quart of milk is like two hundred fifty bucks. Like people have
0: lost all, all and
1: apparently. Economy apparently,
0: of, we've gone back to imperial units of measurement. Correct. A quart of milk, stick of butter, d- a desk of cheese. Um, <laughs> correct.
1: <laughs> so, so basically, this this is a really important time to tell you that Tim Johnson's entire mantra, uh, and he'd met a couple of different marketing people along the way. His whole mantra was: it doesn't matter what the product is; it just matters what the pitch is. Now, if that Mm. doesn't scream, guy who's about to sell you fuel pill that doesn't work, Mm. nothing does. Because uh, Tim basically, uh, from there, starts uh, doing exactly the same thing he was doing in New Zealand. But in Perth, everyone has dick loads of money. Yeah. So when he says, yeah, this pill will uh, increase your tank of fuel by... By three times yeah. and, and they go how much is it and he's like uh, it's uh, $10 per pill they're like ah oh, that's like a tenth of a quart of milk a- <laughs> <laughs> that's half of a furlong of fennel <laughs> have my money dear sir so he se- he starts selling a bunch of these pills and through pure chance he meets
0: uh, Trevor Nairn who's
1: a Perth businessman
0: Trevor, if that isn't a Perth businessman name, yeah, I don't know. Trevor Nan, Nan. Good Sc- Lord,
1: screams Perth businessman. <laughs> so, so he buys into the concept, uh, knowing full well uh, that this thing doesn't work; it's a dud. He then introduces Johnston to all of his property developer mining mates. Ugh. And they all go, great, this sounds fantastic, let's uh, let's take this to the people. All these guys know So this is, are they all everyone about... Everyone knows... So, it's all, it's, so
0: this is investing at the this moment. This
1: is investing. Right, okay. Everyone knows that this thing doesn't, doesn't work. work. Yeah. So from there, uh, he does what anyone who wants to run a legitimate business does. In, bearing in mind, in hindsight, Johnston still kind of thinks that this thing might work, but everybody around him is like, oh, no, this definitely isn't going to work, but let's take suckers for a ride. He starts uh, a company out of the Cayman Islands, uh, which is what you do when you're Screams super legitimate. So he does that. Now, this is the point at which you'd think uh, that the uh, this will be a bit of a ride, but, like, someone's eventually going to run a scientific test on this, find out that the pill doesn't work, and the whole thing's going to come crushing down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Turns out that that's not a realism with uh, with fuel pills. Um, unfortunately, what happens is that uh, through his contacts, he ends up in front of OzTrade, who are the Australian uh, department that deal with export Jesus. grants. Guess how much money they give him with no scientific research done or checking of his product? Uh, four hundred thousand
0: bucks. Shit. He gets four hundred grand. From Trade. I'm glad. I'm glad that I didn't. I was going to go stupid high. I was yeah, yeah, like four hundred mil. million.
1: Yeah, so he gets four hundred thousand. But
0: bearing in mind, That's that
1: still a shitload of
0: money for an untested for, product for a thing that
1: doesn't that literally doesn't work. Not only does it not work, but uh, this thing, like the fuel pill thing, people have tried and tried over the years, uh, and it has been debunked in a series of different uh, different areas. But one <laughs> one of them was mythbusters who basically did a uh did a thing in like 2004 so in this in this period in the time, yeah. they did a thing in 2004 uh saying that there's this old wives tale about how if you put mothballs in your um engine uh, then it would, incre- it would increase the performance of it because one of the characteristics of mothballs um, is naphthalene and, uh, and that, has a, that reacts with fuel very short-term, it turns out. Actually, what it does is if you chuck, <laughs> chuck that at an engine... Uh, it's still mothballs? Or uh,
0: just like a pill-containing naphthalene?
1: Uh, like, if you chuck actual mothballs moth in there, yeah. um, then the carbon deposits build up and it leads to really poor, poor performance. Right, okay. That's what happens if you chuck actual actual mothballs moth in there. Yeah. Um, what happens if you chuck what uh, firepower was uh, was made of, which is a combination of ferrocene and naphthalene yeah. the mothballs element... Um, Basically, it causes iron deposits to build up on spark plugs causing mis- causing misfiring engines, bad acceleration, and explosion full engine malfunction so he's he's selling these pills to uh, to people and they're like uh, okay cool let's uh, let's invest in this here's where it gets hectic. they are making so much money yeah. that by two thousand and six they are valued at $100 million. Fuck off. Yep. You know why? Because OzTrade uh, has been shopping these guys around. Uh, uh, here's an example. Firepower launched a company in Pakistan, uh, and the High Council for Pakistan in Australia had sh- had shares in Firepower. Austrade had shares in Firepower. Uh Firepower signed the distribution agreement with a Pakistani company, and they were shopped around to the entire Middle East at this expo by Austrade. because Austrade fuck. are like, yeah, Australian business, we're nailing it. Look at all these great companies we have. And if if like if being in
0: yeah, if, <laughs> oh, fuck, if being in Dubai taught me anything, it's that people love B-grade American fast food chains. And really nice cars. And if I was a very well-to-do shake and I was eating a burger from Fuddruckers in my... (laughs) They still have that? Yeah, they have it. uh, It was around the corner from our airport hotel. I thought that was just at Macquarie Ice Rink. Nope. Uh, If I was eating uh, a a burger from Fuddruckers in my bloody Lamborghini Diablo and and I had a bloody fuel pill and it fucked my engine, I'd be super cut.
1: Yep. That's, ba- that's basically where we're at. So they're getting rolled out to these expo conventions with BHP Billiton, Rio Tinto, mm. massive Australian export companies mm. as the next big thing. People thought they were going to be worth billions of dollars Jesus. because if the product worked, they would have been. Yeah. They, they, they would have been the, one of the biggest companies on the planet yeah. because everyone has a car. It would have been absolutely nuts. Yep. But this is the thing. The reason that this all of this came out was because uh, they decide Firepower and Tim Johnston decided that they would get into uh, sponsoring Australian sport. Do you remember when the Sydney Kings folded in two thousand and eight? Yeah. Guess what they were called, the Firepower Sydney Kings. Really? Legit. I do not remember that Firepower sponsored. They put four million bucks into the Western Force rugby union side. Right. There is Tim Johnston went and met with Russell Crowe and Peter Holmes of Court at the Rabbitohs and gave them a promise of three million, oh. and then he bought the Sydney Kings. Jesus, the, he,
0: the Sydney Kings for for our international listeners are from the the, the local national basketball league.
1: The the noble yet awful uh, NBL, it's
0: the C list NBA.
1: It's not not good, but at the same time. Uh, they deserve to get paid as much as the next man who is on a uh, low income. Uh, They were all paid in fuel pills. (laughs) So many fuel pills. But basically, he bought um, uh, bought the Sydney Kings off a, a conglomerate of businessmen who all knew that the fuel pill was bogus. So basically, every investor... Knows that this thing is fucked. Every
0: old rich white man was in to- the know. Totally. I'm.
1: Yeah. I'm actually concerned that if I tell you who owned the Sydney Kings before, uh, before Tim Johnston, that we will get a defamation case. So, Shit. if it, if you're interested in it, it is a it is a high profile uh, white collar white businessman. But basically, that that's guy, narrowed it down in Australia. That guy definitely knew, a hundred percent. But basically, here's the thing: at the launch of the Sydney Kings, the editor of the Sydney Morning Herald uh, went to this uh, went to this big launch. It's on one of the, it's at Garden Island in Sydney. It's on a uh, like a naval destroyer. They've got uh, <laughs> they, they've dropped dumb money at this, and they made the mistake of giving. All of the press there a packet of these pills. Oh
0: shit! Which, if there is giving one, away, giving away pills in plain view in the middle of a party is never a good idea. No nope. matter what doesn't the matter pills. what they are. I wouldn't have someone pass me fucking aspirin if I was in a bar. <laughs> Correct. Correct.
1: Uh, let alone on a naval destroyer. So they, everyone, all the press get given these pills, and all of them. And this is the thing. This is the thing that freaks me out. Everybody apart from one person just went. Oh yeah, okay. Well, what a yeah, good party. Throws them out except right. for the except for the editor in chief of the sports department ah. of the SMH, who basically comes back, chucks uh, the pills in his car, uh, comes to work and goes. Yeah, I don't think they worked. Um, turns to one of his uh, one of his writers, whose name is Jared Ryle and says, yeah, I don't really see a difference. Um, if you want to look into this and, uh, and see, see what happens, then, yeah, go for it. That launches a three-year investigation. Shit. Which this whole thing unravels. So basically from there, Ryle takes to this like an absolute pit bull. And I want to put on the record that I spoke to Jared Ryle in the in the lead up to this, and he is really? a dead set legend. Really? Yeah, I spoke to him for a couple of hours, and he is oh. he is full on. He was basically told in writing all of these all of these articles. Direct quote: "Hush, hush, don't tell anyone because we're letting you in on a big secret. We're all gonna be
0: rich." <laughs> Fuck it, man. Let's just do it and be legends. Oh, how much? How much? Does <laughs> These it... are literally the fire festival guys in
1: thirty in, in, years. In thirty years, totally. So, so basically, he started digging around, and every single person that he ran into was like, an investor was like, yeah, well, look, we know it's fake. Just please don't write the article, because their whole thing was that they wanted the guys down the track to get fucked. Yeah. So they didn't want to get lose their money and for this thing to come out as a fraud till they'd gotten their money and people were making bank. Yeah. They were making serious bank because everybody was selling on the inside. All these investors were then selling shares. Right. And that didn't matter how many shares they were selling because guess what? they were just making shares in this Cayman Islands company yep. that sold nothing and owned nothing. Yep. So they were, they were diluting the crap out of this $1 company and selling people nothing. It was absolutely batshit. And this all started to come apart because of this one Yeah. That's it. So Jared Ryle, mate, I, t- I, I really valued the time on the phone, but you are an absolute hero of journalism Fuck because hell. without that, this thing just goes on and on and on. And basically... And I'd be putting fucking pills in my goddamn caddy. You'd be in, in, in the caddy and it would be exploding somewhere in Peterson. Jesus Christ. So he starts following... Jared starts following this stuff. He ends up uh, going to where their registered office is in Perth. Uh, it's like it's a... There's no warehouse. There's no... Trucks. There's no distribution. They 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 never made anything. It's literally more than about just the computer. Pills. It's just literally a computer room in the public library. Dude, he goes to Romania to their what? to their European office. He gets in his own words. He goes goes to Romania. Uh, it was a an abandoned warehouse with broken windows. He had to fight a pack of dogs to get in. <laughs> It was, it was an abandoned building. Uh, there was a paper firepower sign written in pen on the door. No. And he went in and there's no one there and there's no computers. This is Fuck. immense, Rig. It's immense. to To the point where everybody on the inside is just going... Fuck! 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 Yeah, we yeah, gotta, yeah. We, we, we got we got to get got yeah. get this thing sold, and yeah, yeah. and they are selling all their shares on the inside. Yeah, just so getting they out can and get dodge. the crap yeah. out of it. Apart from Tim Johnston, who to this day says that he believes that the pill works. Uh. <laughs> it's like no, nah. it's they they said like they had the backing of, uh, Julie Bishop, John Howard invited him over, John Howard. The current Prime Minister at that time invited Tim Johnston to his house, to to Kiribati House, to talk about climate change. Because Tim Johnston was had created this pill that reduced fuel emissions. Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. So this whole thing ends up coming apart at the man, seams really hard. I
0: just gotta say, man, we we man, we gotta we gotta meet some old rich white guys, <laughs> man. We we gotta we gotta get this fucking thing off the ground. God damn. So
1: the the best part is the scientific testing, where they basically go, uh, "This is where you know that they knew the whole time." Yeah, even even Johnson, even him, uh, because like cutting to the end of, end of the story, the uh, the reality is that this shit is endemic; it's across yeah. the board. But they would to create these scientific tests that they would then sprout um, to potential investors. They would. Get someone to rent a van. They take it for a drive, uh, and the whole point of it was that uh, they would measure the the van, how much fuel it had used um, uh, without the pills and with the pills. Right. So someone would rent the van, take it for a drive, uh, and then and then bring it back. Mm-hmm. And that's without the pills. Uh-huh. With the pills, they would take the van for a drive. Halfway, they'd pull into a servo put 10 more litres of fuel in the tank, bring it back, and then they'd be like, see, still a full tank. Jesus. Nuts. So they're
0: not driving people around?
1: No, it's just they allowed these tests to be done oh. with one bloke who had oh, an eye patch oh and God. like a fucking hook? Who's like, of course they would be honest, yeah. <laughs> just just drives off and he comes back. he has got like a fuel receipt hanging off his hook. <laughs> but but yeah, so these guys basically create this um, create this hundred million dollar plus company, uh, which only comes apart because of this uh, this SMH article. And here's where it gets gets really fucked at the end of it, because there's all these investors at the bottom. Mum and dad investors, uh, like various societies and hedge funds, and everybody's got got money in this. Tim Johnston gets done by ASIC, goes to court. Guess what? What? No money. No money left, buddy. Uh, 100 100 million bucks has evaporated. Of course. And uh, because he technically didn't break the law, because they can't prove that the pill... Didn't work, right, because there's no pills left, yeah because they never made any pills, yep, so there's nothing to test. yeah all he got uh, was uh, a fine for uh, not issuing a prospectus to possible shareholders um, and banned from being uh, on the board of a company for twenty years, no financial uh, in- problems in incurred uh, it's absolutely nuts.
0: And All of his money is sitting in the fucking Cayman Islands. Of course, of course it is. But Jesus. that's when,
1: at the end of this, I'm reading it and going, "Oh well, like I guess that guy's probably turned him, uh, turned his eyes to uh, to normal means." No. Nah, when you're on a scam, you just keep keep going for it. Letting the guess, good times roll. Guess what? Firepower is called what? Green the Uber. <laughs> green Power Energy. Is a London company that is registered under a different name to Tim Johnston's, which sells a pill which will uh, purportedly increase the performance of your engine by 300%. Fucking hell. And guess who started that? Tim Johnston.
0: John Timpson. (laughs) Mate. That is the story. Oh, the story of, a, of firepower. So, and, you, and, so you telling me that this dude is still like free to go, and, and he's he's just done all this. He just keeps doing it. He's, yeah, well, he
1: he can't be can't be involved in a in a company for uh, for the next twenty years. But so same, he's
0: uh, literally just getting a proxy board member to like set up a thing. Totally, and and, and that's and, fucked.
1: And not only that, but it's just one of those ones where it's like, um, so so Jared Ryle, a, a bit of a shout out. Um, won a he now works in the states. Uh, yeah right. He, he won a. Um, he was the the head investigator for the Panama Papers and won a Pulitzer. Good the fuck on him. Yeah, he's a he's an ab- nice work Jed. He's an absolute legend. But yeah, he was like, yeah, my lawsuits uh, that got leveled against me while I was at the SMH as a result of this were ic- extremely high. Like just fighting them really? cost a shit ton of money. Mostly, and it's it's like the people involved and that got stung by this. For example, remember when Matt Gitto was playing for the Force and he was like a million-dollar player? Mm. That's all firepower money that never came.
0: No way. That's
1: why the Force basically are, are fucked. But the, the same thing like Shit, man. The, the Sydney Kings, It, it was uh, the, he just never paid – uh, the rabidos, he just did. He did never pay. Yeah, it was just this thing
0: one after the next after the next. And so, right. So this dude's still sitting pretty with his Cayman money. Um, so, Jared Ryle. So he's he fought those lawsuits and whatever. Is he okay now? Is he good? I mean, he's the yeah he's the, 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 the hero that we deserved. And he's he's off. Yep, he's he, he's doing okay now. He's he, not being battered down by the old rich white. Oh yeah, he. Uh, I mean, fucking harem of people. Unless it, unless he died between
1: Tuesday and now, <laughs> uh, he's alive and uh, and seem and seems to be fine. I mean, the the thing was that uh, once the the cards fell inwards and uh, and the company collapsed, so no one, everyone lost their money. Uh, everyone's like, everyone went for Johnston. Like there was he, he he's, a, he's like very, a pack of piranhas, very lucky to be alive. But at the mm-hmm. same time. Uh, they all knew it was fucked, they all knew yeah. it was fake rig, yeah, so the only people uh, the people that got sued funnily enough there was um, like the, the there was an ex head of cops or might have been might have been a a politician who got sued by like the uh, Western Australian law society, and they won, and he, he lost like twenty million bucks because Whoa. he he 'd sold them all these shares um the obviously all the sports teams tried to sue and yep. failed at it yeah um but the, the the weirder part of it is the guy who introduced him at Oztrade his name was John Fimmins uh and he got him the 400k yeah he then left Oztrade became uh the president the, 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 the of the, the Cayman head, Islands the, the the head of firepower uh, oh, so he jumped no. jumped over to there but the the cops had Everything on this case already, because uh, it turns out that John Fimmons, um was the head of a child smuggling ring. Oh, so, fuck so, you, man! So, so the Department of Foreign Affairs asked him to resign. He then went to work for Firepower, and the whole time that this was this whole thing was going on, the cops had rented an apartment opposite his mansion and had his phones, everything bugged. So when this, when this shit went Good. down, when this shit went down, they're like. Um I don't know if you guys are interested in this evidence but we have 497 hours of John Femen's lying about so various good. things. So good. So so yeah, they've come to the party and also he went down for child smuggling. Yeah, um, fuck that guy. So uh so yeah, but but he was he was the one that was giving shares to all the diplomats which then I hope that's screwed. You know it.
0: they always say it's, a, it's it's a very it's a very common thing that uh that that in prison anything to do with children is the lowest of the low. Uh, and they get passed around like peace pipes. Here's oh, hoping. Yeah. Here oh. is hoping. We, without... John Femmins, you piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs>
1: without any shadow of a doubt. So that is the story of Power, which is, uh, again, it's, it's
0: not really best laid intentions, but my God, did the wheels come off. Fuck me. That is so bad. Well, that's the show for another week. Uh, so... Guys, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, hit us up on our Facebook page. Uh, you can give us a message there if there's a train wreck or if there's a one side reservoir, or something that has particularly tickled your fancy, please let us know. Or you can look us up uh, or you can send us an email, I should say, at shitshow.au at gmail.com. I'm sick of getting the spam from Google. Oh, okay. telling me to update my details, please. For oh, is, uh, love of God, I'm so so lonely. Send me an email. I was about to say that the uh, the Viagra ones are based on your
1: uh, on your search results, no, and they are targeted no, advertising, no my aren't. friend.
0: We're, we're not talking about that. Uh, firepower pills that work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they make your engine run. If you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> oh, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah follow, we're on Twitter. Follow us uh, on Twitter. Shit Show Cast uh, is what we are on Twitter. We are, uh, we are which, that. which we've set up, so make sure to uh, keep up with us there. Some stuff that doesn't necessarily uh, make it to the show will end up being posted there, so make sure to stick to that. And finally, if you want to listen to more of our cast, make sure to hit us up on our Facebook page where we share a lot of our content, but also you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Just make sure it is shit show with an exclamation point instead of an I. Chuck that in, all one word and you'll be golden. Until next week. Thank you, guys. See ya. (laughs)